This is the HV Disruptors Podcast, where we seek out the movers and shakers within the Hudson Valley who are doing big things. Now, here are your host disruptors, Ed Weeks and Dave Eisenstadt. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first podcast, number one from Hudson Valley Disruptors. Excited today to finally get this podcast out here with my man D-Stat. How's it going, everybody? Dave Eisenstadt here. Eddie, when you came up with this idea, man, I was so excited. I, I couldn't wait to just get this thing rolling, start to get the snowball going here with all the disruptors in the Hudson Valley, but uh, I'm really excited about this first episode. What do you think? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Dave and I have worked together, I think, five or six projects. We're gonna talk about that today, really hone in on some of the disruption we've done and then talk about some of the people I think we're going to get on this podcast going forward. So I'm excited. Definitely. I mean, I just like been waiting for weeks to get yeah. this going. This is great because, you know, everyone talks about that they want to start a podcast, but to actually execute it, I, I feel like we're going to get into some of that today. You know, walking the walk instead of talking the talk. Um, I'm really excited about this. And I think that our relationship is great, too, because, you know, me being the video guy, you being the, uh, you know, put it out there and get drive it to the right audience. I think this is going to be great, man. I don't know how it wouldn't be. And I just based on some of like the interactions already that that I've know I've gotten. It's amazing to see like people are just they're actually jazzed to start consuming this content. So, again, how could you not be excited to produce it? So I think we should just dive right into it, Dave. And I think so, too. Eddie. So let's. I think we should tell everybody, you know, why we have the credibility to do this. Like, who are we? What makes us, you know, who gives us the credence to do this? Why, why are we able to do this? Sure, I agree. So I'll start with me. I know in the past two and a half years, uh, I've worked with now well over 100 different companies in, in doing their social media, the majority of which has come from the Hudson Valley. So I think I've yep. caused enough disruption for, you know, typical typical companies dentists we worked together right. on a great dental project yes uh, hvac i mean we worked together we started together you still do some work i don't but all good i mean you, <laughs> up, you go up and down with clients you still do work with them but it's great it's 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 a typical traditional business that is really doing some disruption out there and it's just fun to be able to work with companies like that. right right so i feel like you know as as far as i go the video content that I'm producing for these companies, I feel like it's telling the story that they want so the customer can get an experience that they deserve. And I feel like, you know, when I give a video to you, you then produce the results for that customer. And then they in turn get customers from, from that video and from that drive. And then therefore generating revenue, revenue for their companies. I mean, who doesn't love money? Yeah, if you don't, you probably don't want to work with us. So I think I, and I, I look at some of the videos that you and I have worked on together. I mean, you do the videos, I drive the traffic and I, it's beautiful. I, I was looking the other day, I think the average viewership is approaching like 75 to 80,000 views. That's crazy, man. More importantly, coming from those views is what I do retargeting and then driving yep. revenue. And that to me is what it's all about. That's how we work on projects. Right. Term, right. I mean, it's all about revenue. And I feel like people think everyone can do it and it's so easy. It's really not, man. I mean, you've developed the science as far as, you know, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, LinkedIn, Google, everything, YouTube. And I feel like you've developed that perfect science for the customer and that a lot of people, again, they think that they can do it. They think that it's easy, but man, it is not easy. Not even close. I think the other piece that, that you and I haven't even really discussed that we're going to do for the first time right here and look at the fact of another piece of that science is knowing when you've reached saturation 
we're working right. in a small demographic. It's not huge. It's the Hudson Valley. So eventually you get saturated in results and leads and all these things that we, I like to drive, start to slow down. That's why you have to have a budget for two things, video mm. and great content, mm. and then a budget to deliver to your audience. And when you have both, it's amazing what comes. Yeah. And I, I know a little bit about Facebook and Instagram ads, but when that starts to get saturated, is that called ad fatigue? Big time. Big yeah, time. For sure. Okay. I, you know, it's, you, everybody's like, well, how do you know? When you're on top of these things and you do it day in and day out, you, the science becomes automatic. You see, you know, results just don't come in for a few days. It's time to pull the plug. Right. So as a consumer on my end, right, if I'm on Facebook and this happens to me all the time where, you know, I'm in the gym business as well and I see all these gym ads for gym owners and I feel like I see the same ad over and over again. That's ad fatigue. Absolutely. Okay. If anyone knows, if anybody on this podcast knows a guy named Ty Lopez and you've ever watched YouTube, you've probably seen Ty Lopez. Mm -hmm. He, <laughs> he changes his ad sets up. The man is there all the time, but his science, he's on top of it to make sure that his ads are not fatiguing. And he puts the money behind it. Oh, he puts. Right. So that's what I find line. too. With my video clients, the one thing that they're missing is, okay, I have this amazing video. Now what the hell do I do with it? Right. And sure. that's what I feel like in my niche, I feel like people don't know what to do with it. Right. But for me, I could say to them, yeah, you know what? Let me charge you a little bit more for Facebook ads that I kind of know. Or let's talk to my man, Ed Weeks. He'll hook you up. It's called the alley oop. The, the alley oop, the slam dunk. <laughs> that's and, right. But then there's the flip side to that, right? Where you go away from a client who sits there and says, I know this guy can do killer video. You have enough examples, right? Mm -hmm. So the uh, guy or girl walks away and says, you know what, but what am I going to do with that video? And I right. know in an instant that not that distant past right. <laughs> where that client came to me and then said, oh my God, now I understand why I need Dave to do the video because you're going to push the hell out of it. And you know, it's right. local client extra innings. We could say who it was. And <laughs> then he saw it and was like, oh my God, yeah, for sure. And, and now it's just a matter of getting back in there. Yeah, that, that video, hundred thousand views i think that's so crazy plenty of viewership on it but now again it's ad fatigue we it's right. the demographics are only 150 now actually his is less than a hundred thousand because we're looking at baseball and and softball players so the demographics tight we need to do more video right and people don't understand that and sometimes it's the old adage is true to make money you have to spend money right and i feel like people are i see a lot of times in my my area of business too is like people are stuck in their ways man like Billboards, TV, radio, that is dead, Ed. Are you trying to throw me another alley you? Because <laughs> you know how I feel on those subjects. It, I know we both agree on the this. The reality is this. There's no single better way to be able to track ROI mm -hmm. than from digital and social media marketing. Right. Period. End of discussion. You can use uh, call rails and all these different things to put on your billboards. The reality is there's no single easier way to be able to track than through social media. We're living in a historic time where that is for once possible. It was never possible, right? It was never able to say, all right, where did this customer come from? Did he come from Facebook? Did he come from Instagram? Did he come from a photo that led to a sales funnel and then into the website? Did it come from a video opt-in, whatever it was? And I think people don't realize that. And hopefully, whoever's listening to this right now, if you're not, you're one of those people who are like, wow, you know, I didn't know this, this is possible. Maybe you guys need to start directing your marketing elsewhere. 
you do. I'm saying right. he's being polite. You really do need to start direct. And here's the, the, the catch 22 traditional agencies that are now coming into this space that are now coming into digital media and they're coming in in droves all the time i see new ones all the time but the reality is they're still living under traditional mm. uh, results they're talking about impressions they're talking about reach they're not having conversations about results about literally driving revenue sales trackable they don't want to they don't know how to speak to me as a business owner in that space that's what i have conversations about i know dave again enough projects you come in and when you create, you're talking about what do you want to get across to your audience? Mm -hmm. Who are you trying to reach? It's from creation through to delivery that everything is driving results. And that's why we disrupt and that's why we're different. Right. I feel like it's really easy and we're breaking it down right now. You need content. You need to drive the content. It's as simple as that. Right? It truly, truly is. And then just let the customers come in. Agreed. And I think there's, you know, there's a side that a lot of people in our space do not like to talk about we understand when we work with a client they have a certain budget we also understand mm. that not everyone has that budget so there right. are things that you can do right i mean there are things that somebody who's on a tighter budget can do yep. they can use phones are great right yep. you can put together a pretty good video and you can go learn you can go on facebook blueprint and learn how to drive traffic and start to understand what you can do on a limited budget i will always say to every business owner i meet if you can get to a point where you're seeing revenue from that and then you can go focus on what you're good at, bring in professionals to do the other sure. piece. And I feel like a lot of people are scared to do it because, you know, especially a video, they're afraid to put themselves out there. But I'm going to tell you right now, you have to put something out there that's going to be stop worthy. When I mean stop worthy is that you need to make someone stop scrolling right. Otherwise, they're just going to scroll right past you. I see these things online all the time. And as a sub average advertisement, it's print, it's got this like word art and it's like, there's borders around it. <laughs> Ed's laughing. There's borders around it. There's cheesy writing like Comic Sans font. And I can't believe that we're still seeing this out there. This is not gonna make people say, wow, this is amazing. Holy shit, I wanna be that customer. And the, and the thing is maybe three years ago, maybe two years ago, you could actually got a few people to stop, right. right? That's the truth. Now it's so crowded. It's so noisy. If you start to hear these buzzwords, it's really about what you can create mm -hmm. to stand out to make somebody stop. That's the art and that's what a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people miss. Because I know, look, I work with internal marketing departments mm -hmm. for a lot of different clients and they're awesome. They still, they're good at what they're good at. They don't understand how to get that one piece which is to make somebody stop and then draw them get them off social media now you're starting to warm somebody you're going from a cold audience to a warm audience hopefully through the funnel and get them to a client People exactly just the noise is so great you ha you can't create that cheesy stuff it doesn't work now that's the perfect word the noise there's so much noise out there so what are you doing right now to make people stop the noise and listen to some silence and focus in on what you're trying to provide them and what you're trying to provide them has to resonate with them. It doesn't matter what you think. It's a matter what people think about you. It's got nothing to do with everyone thinks different. We tell ourselves a different narrative. We have different problems, but it's not necessarily what our potential customer is thinking. So you have to develop a story, whether that's print or mainly video, which you can do a better job at. You have to create that story. And it's even more important to create that story within the first three seconds because 
it's got to be riveting enough for someone to watch. You're lucky if, if someone watches the entire thing. And when I say the entire thing, I mean 60 seconds. So very interesting to see all this garbage out there, right? Um, I love the garbage. <laughs> it makes for a lot of laughter for my It does. I, and it's not like we're sitting here like we're the best. We just know what works, right? We've, see, we've done enough trial and error to see what works, what doesn't work, what's garbage, what's great. The other key to that is I wish that everything that I put out there was great. It's not. Some of it doesn't resonate, but I know quickly to stop it. I do not waste spend. I've sat, sat with countless business owners, countless marketing staff that have just let ads run because they think it's good. Right. Thinking it's good and seeing that it's good are totally different things. Exactly. Totally. Now, I'm not saying, look, we get the video right from the get-go. You have to put some text and copy in there, and sometimes that right. doesn't connect to an audience, and you have to change. Again, it's another piece of the science and the art, and you're always changing it. I've seen videos. Here's a little uh, behind-the-scenes uh, giveaway for people. Whoa. I've seen videos come back to life just by changing the thumbnail. Love it. So that's the piece that shows up in the feed before it starts to play, right? That little bit of change will make somebody stop. Yeah, it's funny. Those little tricks mean everything. And a lot of people don't know about the thumbnail. No, that's crazy. Don't. Custom thumbnail. You can do it on YouTube. You can do it on yeah. anything you post on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook. And for Instagram. the future going forward, I talk Facebook. I often mean Facebook and Instagram together. In yeah. case you don't know, Facebook owns Instagram. <laughs> Just letting you know. If you don't know that, then you have a serious problem. You don't know, now you know. <laughs> then you have a serious problem. So, uh, anything else you want to add about us? Um, what gives us the right? Yeah, what gives us the right to do this? I mean, yeah, if you guys need any proof, um, you can check out my videos at SoCreative845. Um, and then if you need any proof from Ed, I mean, you could just go to any of his customers and just ask. I mean, Yeah, I have enough customers out there. I have enough social proof that you can definitely check it. You could send me an email. I will give you case study. Whatever you need, I definitely have the resume built up. Uh, and again, I think the beauty of this being Hudson Valley disruptors. Uh, I mean, 90% of what I've worked with has been in the Hudson Valley. So uh, Dave, are all your videos? 98%. Yeah, so most of what we have actually worked on and used to disrupt has been in the Hudson Valley and it's with Hudson Valley businesses. And it's just, I think that gives us enough credence. Yeah, credence. Right. And again, this is the first episode about why we're doing this. Now our goal is to bring people in and ask. It's not to talk about us. No. That this is, is the only one we're us. talking about. Us. It. It's going to be talking and focusing on their businesses. We're going to try to make some of this mobile, right? Hell yeah. Right now we're sitting in my office space. I need some artwork back here if you're watching the video. <laughs> Donation. <laughs> <laughs> we need some artwork here. I have it over on another wall, but not this one. But the reality is, seriously, I mean, there's some great people that have already inquired that, you know, some of this is going to take us on the road to some real cool businesses. Yeah, that would be cool and make for a great video. We'll try to do a video for each one. And then also, let's talk about you know, why the Hudson Valley, why are we doing it focused for the Hudson Valley? We could be doing it for the city. We could be doing it for Westchester or nationwide. But I mean, to me, the Hudson Valley, I grew up here and I feel like we get all four seasons. Sometimes right now in January, it's fucking brutally cold, but yeah, what's it like 10? Uh, yeah. It's finally winter. We're complaining already. Yeah. And, um, I just, guess we do swear. That's allowed. Yeah. This is going to be rated MA. Yes. So um, I just feel like the Hudson Valley is just 
it's such a cool place and it's you know not just with the scenery the attractions and whatnot but the business owners i mean you're getting real business owners who have such passion and love for their art or their craft or their product that it shines and you can tell by talking to them that this is what we're trying to do and this is how we're achieving it and i feel like we want to step away from those uh big businesses in the hudson valley and find those little people making huge impact what do you think i definitely so for me i think it's it's almost like a you know middle finger up to the status quo. Mm. Uh, I just know there's so many other outlets that have been around in the area that focus on uh, just like five or six businesses over and over again, and those at the end of the day end up being the people that can afford to do the sponsorship. Right. And we are not that. Yes, we'll take sponsorship, <laughs> but never. It's going to be really about connecting and working with the disruptors. And I think you know that could come from a bigger company but you're gonna have to prove the disruption piece to me at least to get get on this show. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, we're not looking for, again, I like that word or that phrase status quo. We're looking for someone who is really making a change in their art, in their craft, and uh, we wanna bring them on. We wanna bring on anyone who's helping out the Hudson Valley, who's building their own business, who's building other businesses around them, who's got that abundance mentality. And we want to put them on the map if if we can help. I mean, we're small right now, but we're hoping that this thing grows to be fucking monstrous and, and huge in the Hudson Valley. The go-to podcast to listen to if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur or someone who's thinking about starting their business. Why not? Why can't it be you? Like, we did it. Yeah, Who am I? Yeah, for sure. You for know? sure. I just and picked I, up a camera and just went with it. And then it trickled from there. I left the I mean, again, get back to why the Hudson Valley. I mean, I was born in Newburgh. I grew up in Highland, and I now reside and work in the city of Poughkeepsie. So I literally have done uh, Orange, Ulster, Dutchess County. So my whole life, 48 years of it has been in the Hudson Valley. And I've had opportunities to move away. Uh, My wife won't let me, but I've had at least opportunities on my plate to go out. And the reality is I like to travel and go see things, but the valley for me is home and it's i know someday it's going to be where i'm in the ground so yeah. for me it's 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 awesome place and there's plenty of opportunity i think there's i think dave and i connect because of the you know we have the same mindsets the abundance mm-hmm. and you know i used to complain about the taxes and silly things when you're in a limited mindset now it's like just go out there get more money you have to make more. it happen yeah right that was what i was having a conversation with you beforehand me and my wife just bought a house you know what we got to do we got to make more money to live comfortably. And I have no problem just getting after and starting to do that. Not that I haven't been doing it, but now I'm going to 10x everything. So you do whatever you can to make it happen. And that's the type of guest that we're looking to, to bring on here. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the same mindset. And again, look, to the point, I, I've already had inquiries where I'm like, okay, eh. you just started doing what you're doing. Go out there to, to me, take some advice, listen to some of the 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 people we bring on maybe get some inspiration maybe like hone in on things that you can add to your disruption that you're doing and then come back to us in a year and say hey look thank you this was awesome can i get on the show yeah i mean i just think you have to prove it a lot more than just say hey i, I just started this gig i i don't know you could disagree no i completely agree so i guess you could break it down as saying we're not looking for people who have necessarily just started out not to sound like you're not welcome here, but we're looking for somebody that those people can look up to and follow, follow the path that they took. Maybe it's a different path. Everyone is going to have a different path that we 
bring on here. And I feel like if you're just starting out, you can kind of be inspired by these people who have done it here in the Hudson Valley and feel like they've made their mark here in different ways. I'm, I'm looking forward to finding out their unique path, what got them on the map, if you will. Yeah, for sure. And I think the other piece to that is like you can engage, you can engage with with us, you can engage with the people that come on and do the interviews, like take the time to to sit down and, and put a comment out there. I'll, I know I always reply to everything that's on my social media. You know, we're HV disruptors. That's HV disruptors. It's on, we're on all the normal social media channels. You know, it's just a matter of engaging, asking questions, maybe stating things that you're doing. You're still, you can still get the exposure. Hell yeah. And I feel like you shouldn't be afraid to ask anything. I mean, we're, you're pretty cool. I think so. I think you're pretty cool Thanks, too. So dude. that's good. Appreciate that. Yeah, I will answer anyone. <laughs> I, I here. I'll give you a great example. Somebody today approached me and wanted to hire me to train them. Mm. And this is somebody I know. And I was like, well, what do you need? And really, uh, she is just very nervous about posting and what to post and where to post. And I was like, I, classic. I will give you an hour of my time to sit down and show you. I'm not going right. to charge you for that. I know you. Right. And, and she was no, no, no. Don't don't tell me you're going to pay. You're just that's. I'm cool like that because I want our stuff to be better. It's okay to, to give certain things away for free. Like, you can't give it all away. You can't give it there all away. There are people that abuse the hell out of that. But on the flip side, I have no problem trying to help people do better social media. Never have. Never will. Yeah, that's pretty cool. There's an, you know, there's plenty to go around. I mean, there's that coming back to that abundance mentality. I mean, we have it in the gym space. There's gyms opening up everywhere. And everyone texts me like, oh, did you hear this CrossFit gym is opening up? Oh, did you hear this studio is opening up? Yeah, I heard. And I'm going to be at their grand opening, you know? How many other owners of gyms are at their grand openings? Mm. Okay, I'm just wondering. <laughs> just so you know, he does own uh, CrossFit 845. I don't know if we even discussed that. I think but... I, I dropped it before that. Okay. I didn't say which gym, but yeah. Sorry, we have three I... locations. Okay. And thank you. Appreciate that, man. No, but yeah, I... we see the same thing in that space, too. It's <laughs> it's limited mindsets. It really and is. It's You know, and you run into it. So I've done a lot of training with a lot of, and I've been in groups with a lot of West Coast. The, the one thing they have is this, like this brilliant mindset. So yeah, like, uh, it's contagious. And I, I think if you sit with Dave or if you ever get the chance to sit with myself, it's like the one thing I think you get away from it is like, wow, like what a mindset to to bring to the to the Hudson Valley. I, you know, it's something that I really. I cherish and talking with Dave and I'm getting all sentimental and stuff, but thanks. There, man. No, I do. I do really cherish that. Like some, cause someday, look, you're, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a business owner. It's me. Some days it's like, Oh my God, I want to rip somebody's effing head off. You right. know what I mean? And then like, you'll be like, dude, like, come on, like focus, like you're doing great things. <laughs> yeah. Okay? It's all good. But that's all you need. Like that little bit. Cause again, he, he's doing it every day with his gyms. He's doing it with his so creative eight, four, five, you know, he's doing a lot of things, but I'm sure there's days where he's just like, Holy cow. And he gets through it quicker than most. Yeah, I mean, I, there's no doubt there's there's a lot of stress, but I ask for that stress. I mean, we ask for it to put on our plate. As entrepreneurs, I wouldn't have it any other way. I don't want to be at a fucking nine-to-five job, do you? Oh, I was, bro. Just over broke. <laughs> J-O-B. It's so, it's so not who I ever was. Like, uh, Dave and I, I think we're both fans of Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. And sometimes it's like he just hits it, like, out of the park for me, and he's just, it, it's so real, like, school. And I'm an NBA guy, and I... I hated every second I ever spent in school. And it's just because of the way it's structured is not me. Mm -mm. 
it's that's the word it's structured and you almost have to live if you want to be happy in an unstructured chaotic life and you need things to pop up you need problems to solve you can't just have this routine where it's you know you are structured where it's nine to five it's the same shit you wake up you have breakfast you go to work you end work you come home dinner rinse and repeat for 365 days a year for fucking 70 who knows what retirement is now who's retiring <laughs> true. i'm not man i'm doing you're gonna see me on this day right. when i'm old and gray and i don't care <laughs> I, because i believe there will always be value that you can provide. Yeah. maybe it's you know i'm a snowbird i spend uh four months in florida but when i'm in florida i'm gonna shake up every retirement home with some disruption man. i love it man and why not i mean why and always learning too Always you know, learn. I'm, I'm never going to stop being a student. The scary thing is, though, those retirement homes aren't that far away from me, <laughs> but let's not get into that. <laughs> That's not true, Ed. I'm the old guy doing social media. Actually, the best in that in that line of thinking, the best compliment I ever received was from a young 29-year-old <laughs> oh, entrepreneur God. who literally said to me, I didn't want to talk to you because I thought to myself, what can this old dude teach me? Wow. And then when crazy? he sat with me, he was like, holy shit i didn't even have any like concept of this stuff that i could do with facebook advertising you can't really put an age on anything these days except how you feel you know you truly can't because i've been i bet you feel really young i've been at places where i've sat next to 16 year old kids that were putting monetarily what i do monthly to shame yeah and you're Isn't that just, crazy? It's just crazy. And, the, you know, the YouTube yep. and the sneaker guys and the, the yep. resellers and the drop shippers. It's like there's real monster business that these kids are doing. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome, too. I think it's um, college is going to. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's so deadly. If you're in a technical nursing doctor type field mm. i still get it there's too many lawyers Agreed. sorry to all your lawyers out there i work with a couple but there's too many <laughs> i just think those really technical fields are where you have to go to college i agree i will tell you about my one daughter plans on pt and the other one is uh plans on nursing and that's the big reason that they're going to college if my son comes to me and says he wants and he's seven and he says to me he wants to follow in dad's footsteps and be an entrepreneur all right Finish your high school, and while you're in it, let's start looking yep. at how you can let's get to work, get, get good at sales, communication, like stuff you don't are never taught in high school. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Which is so bad, but you can take like sports and other arenas to be able to utilize leadership and all these other attributes that you can use. Because to be honest with you, all of my background and what really comes out on a daily basis now at 48, 30 some odd years later from high school, is all the sports stuff. Just the ability to communicate with teammates, uh, you know, same thing, motivation, mindset, all these, even meditation. We used to meditate back in the day. We had one like substitute teacher who introduced it to us and it was so powerful at that's, that age. And I still take advantage of that today. That's cool. And competition from sports as well. I mean, that's every day. I feel like with us, like just trying to be the best outwork everybody. I've always said that. Now there's going to be people on here that know me and they're going to be like, dude, you were dogging it in high school. You, <laughs> you didn't ever put in a hundred percent and they're not lying. I hated to run, but the reality was, man, I still have great relationships with those teammates and friends. That, That's good. That we could take that because none of them were different. Yeah. 
And it's hard to believe I used to weigh 170 pounds, but that was a long time ago. That was when you're in seventh grade. <laughs> no, that was graduation <laughs> high school. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like um, we have a lot of good things coming up here. We have any idea who our first guest is, or do we want to disclose it? I haven't actually 100% decided. I was going okay. to talk to you about that. Cool. Uh, we do have some some awesome yeah. inquiries. Uh, little, inappropriate word, little. A tiny house uh, resort yeah. up in Catskill is someone uh, I've had a couple of conversations with. Uh, Hudson Valley Happenings, who happens to be beautiful, an amazing uh, influencer on Instagram here locally. Uh, we've had a few conversations back and forth. Uh, who else did I tell you about that I've talked to lately? Or what about you? Yeah, I know you've talked to a few people. I want to get Dan up in here, Dan Quintana. I want to get Fuel for Life, Marshall, um, RBK Deli up in Rhinebeck. Yep. The guy's a beast. Um, he does some cool stuff. Oh, I got to I gotta check my DMs because <laughs> I know I have other ones. And I'm just forgetting here on the spot, which is bad. Dude, your eyes are getting that bad, huh? You're that's horrible. Text oh, yeah. I, was, I like Alex the Great, man. We didn't talk about him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Definitely going to get him out. Yeah, this guy just, he's actually right around the corner for me here in the city of Poughkeepsie. But, man, I really, really, really dig his content. Uh, going a little further south is somebody I really uh, have talked to is uh, down in Westchester that I think could, could bring immense value. Uh, Westchester, Westchester Concierge. Nice. Uh, he does a lot of cool stuff. I, I, I shouldn't say he. It could be he or she. Well, you're talking DM. Who the heck knows if you're male right. or female? And it doesn't matter. The bottom line is they're doing a bunch of disruption, and I really, really enjoy their content. And you could see I think there's a common theme. Like we see, right? We're in the feeds. We're doing these things, right? We're always checking out what's going on, and we can see who the disruptors are. Yes, we can. It's yes, we can. So... If you guys know of any disruptors that you feel like we um, could use on the show, please feel free to send them this way. Yeah, absolutely. If you are a disruptor, if you have mm. that, I am a disruptor, let's talk. Seriously. I mean, even it's not like you're meeting some guidelines, but let's have a conversation and say, yeah, let's let's have you on for sure. Hell yeah. So I know there's other ones that we don't see. We yeah. can't see everybody. It's not possible. We probably, we're definitely missing a bunch and that's good. Um, anything else, Ed? What do you feel about this first episode? Dude, I think you hit... I, so, uh, he started this episode way back, whenever the heck we started talking, and we were, he talked about executing. And mm. my word, the only word, I committed to one word for 2019, and it's execute. It's just stop just having the ideas, Yeah. implement, execute them, and that's it. I think that's... I'm so excited that we actually laid this down today. I'm actually a little nervous about the amount of time that this might start taking, <laughs> but I hope uh, I hope we're doing a lot of these episodes throughout the year. We'll see what happens. I'm excited about it. I know that I'm going to drive a whole bunch of traffic to whatever video we come up with, uh, you know, get people to this podcast because I really, really am committed to making this a monster success. And, and I think it's important to understand this isn't the traditional uh, CEO that's coming on here. It, yeah. it, it's not. It's really about the people that are disrupting. And again, if you know somebody, definitely drop us a line. Yeah, very excited for this. Um, again, like I said to you before, um, I feel like people want to do this. They, they talk it, they talk about it, and then they just don't do it. And I feel like us getting together, I forget when it was, a few weeks ago, just talking about this thing. Let's fucking do this, Ed. Let's get some great people on here. Let's expose them to the audience. 
and let's have these episodes be timeless. I feel like, you know, if you listen to this five years from now, you'll still get something out of it. Facebook and Instagram has definitely changed by then, but you know, I feel like the, the values and the principles being an entrepreneur or disrupting or being great in their field that that's forever timeless. I agree. It's just going to be a new medium that we're talking about in five years, right? Maybe in a year, it'll be yeah. some new medium and we'll just be on that talking about who's disrupting that space. But again, I think the, the disruption and the entrepreneur and yes, we're going to see a downturn in the economy. One yep. of these days, we're still going to have people out here doing what they do and really, you know, again, moving away from that status quo. And if anything else we could leave as a lasting mark, that to me is it. Don't have to follow the status quo. I agree, Ed. Um, all right, Ed, let's shut it down. Where can people find you? They can find us. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> all over the place. A new marriage. But you can start uh, here. I think it's very important, hvdisruptors.com. Again, it's hvdisruptors for Hudson Valley, hvdisruptors.com. Any of the social channels, is HV Disruptors. Uh, me personally mm -hmm. is HV Social Media. Uh, most of my social media is either HV Social Media or HV Social. So you can find me doing my disruption there. Love what about it. you, Dave? They can find my business. I can't, profile. Well, hold on. I can't even call you, Dave. What about you, D Stat? You guys can find me at that name, D Stat. That's D S T A T. That's one word. That's my personal one. But if you want to check out any of my videos, uh, at so creative eight four five. That's all one word as well. I have a YouTube channel as well, and don't go to my website. It's a piece of shit. I'm working on it, people. I know what you're thinking, um, but other than that, hit us a line at HV Disruptors. Glad to answer anything. Yeah, absolutely. You can you could you could drop us there. I've already gotten several inquiries from, and again. <laughs> You say your website's a piece of shit. I threw that together on uh, GoDaddy, but you know what? It's serving its function. I just want people to know what we're doing and be able to send us a message to find out if they're a disruptor. So. The website's not even going to matter with the amount of content we're going to put out with this podcast. Amen. <laughs> That's, right, it. That's a good way to end. More content. It. Look forward to it, bro. Thanks, man. Great first episode.